This is CliffCentral.com. The downside to having pets in your home. Urinating, shedding and scratching. But don't fret, we have the answers. Welcome to Pause for Thought. Brought to you by PetHeaven.ca.za, your one-stop online pet shop. Pet Heaven's scheduled deliveries will not only save you time and money, but will take all the hassle out of remembering to buy pet food. Go to PetHeaven.co.za now and sign up to the newsletter to get the best deals on a wide selection of toys, treats and accessories. So having a pet in a home is very advantageous. It can be really um, consoling in terms of security, knowing that you have your pets in your home with you or on your property. But there are a lot of things that you need to consider first, especially if you're an extremely house-proud person. Yes. The perfect person to speak to about this is Kathy Clayton, renowned dog trainer in South Africa. Do you forgo some things and allow and accept that your animal is going to chew up your armchair or your bedding or your curtains? Or is there a level of training that can be implemented here? Training, I believe, should be done with all breeds, as I've said several times. If you're very, very house proud, and I've been to many homes on behavioral visits where they've said the dog is dirting the floor and the dog is doing this and that. And I tend to think, well, why did you get the dog if mm-hmm. you're that house proud, quite honestly? Dogs are going to track in some mud or some dirt. And, you know, if you're really that, that bad, <laughs> then I feel sad for those sort of people. Mm. The other thing is if you're getting a Labrador or a Golden, you know you're not going to have a garden, you know. So do your homework. Are you going to get it? breed that digs. Mm-hmm. Um, Dachshunds dig. Terriers, all terriers tend to dig. So you need to know what you're letting yourself in for. But you can train a dog to be part of your household. So I always, my dogs like to swim. So before they come inside, they have to be towel dried. Mm-hmm. And they actually learn. They wait. They say, okay, mom, towel down me before <laughs> I come inside. Yes. You can get the dogs to understand the logic of, I would like you to do it to do it this way. Yeah. If you've got diggers, you can even have a patch in your garden which you make into their digging patch. You work out what you need to do to to make your, your you and your dog and your home all be together. Yeah. You have as to be one. able to coexist happily. Absolutely. And obviously there need to be con- some mm. concessions made and sure. I mean if you if you're going to invite a whole lot of guests to your house, mm-hmm. expect that you're going to have shoddy floors afterwards and lots of dishes to do. Exactly. It's the same as having an animal mm. or children. So is there a way of protecting our furniture? And, and floors from pets, or not floors necessarily, that's a bit difficult, but perhaps the backs of our sofas where animals tend to scratch. Yes. With the cats, I find, uh, first of all, you must give them some scratching posts where they're allowed to, to, to scratch. Yeah. I often say to people, get a very nice thick plastic and put that over the, the, the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the cat tries to do it, it's this plastic, it's not nice, it doesn't doesn't feel good for the cat. Mm. Then when your visitors come, you take it off. But generally, you're trying to discourage the cat from doing it when it wants to go and scratch. And if yeah. there's a scratching post nearby, hopefully it'll go to that. Put a bit of catnip on so the cat goes and likes the scratching post rather than your furniture. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those pet owners that tends to make concessions for my pet, yes. where if I have a choice between buying a fabric sofa and perhaps a cane sofa mm. with fabric cushions, I'll buy the cane. Yes. Um, and just making more thoughtful decisions Decision. in terms of that. Very good. 
you're going to get an animal, you've got to work what's, what's going to be in your life. I don't like people who just get an animal, chuck it outside, and that's the end of the story kind of thing. Okay, well, that leads me on to what, I, what I'd like to ask is where should my animals sleep in the house? Personally, I like them inside the house. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be in the bedroom. Mine do sleep in the bedroom. So many dogs that are left outside become barkers. Mm-hmm. You have these people that phone me and say, my dog is barking at two in the morning and my neighbors are furious because they're hearing noises or a cat or something and now they're barking at it. Um, and then, of course, dogs can get poisoned that live outside. Mm-hmm. People come, they throw the poison over. I just believe dogs are more of a protection to their family by being part and parcel and sleeping inside the house. And also one of the key ways that they know how to protect you is by looking at you and reading your body signs. Mm. You know, it's no good them being outside and not knowing them, not knowing what you're doing. It exactly. makes them anxious. Yeah. The closer the bond is between you and the dog, uh, the better it is. Because I've even known little toy palms that have attacked people when their owners were being attacked. Just for the very fact there was that close bond yeah. between them and their owner. Mm-hmm. And I also know of dogs that people have been attacked in their house and the dog has never come inside. And the owner said, but I've got this huge big dog outside and it never came inside. And I said, but you taught it never to step a foot over that threshold. Mm-hmm. And they said, yes. Well, why do you expect the yeah. dog when you're being attacked for that dog to come inside to save you? Yeah, it's all about creating a comfortable environment for you, a comfortable environment for the dogs. And yes. usually that would involve sleeping inside the house. Mm-hmm. What does one do then in the case of hair shedding? Should we be bathing our dogs um, all the time? Is it going to create dry skin if we do it too mm-hmm. often? Um, do we perhaps brush them every day? Look. All dogs are going to shed, and they shed more twice a year just before winter. This is where they're going to start shedding now. And going into spring, after winter, they will shed. Yes, a good brushing as much as possible is is, is the way to go. I don't personally like to bath my dogs too often because you can get dry skin, but in some cases you, you're taking away the natural oils in a dog's coat. But However, there are some breeds that do need to be bathed and groomed and clipped and mm-hmm. things like that. But I certainly wouldn't do it as often as twice a week or something like yes. that. That's too much as far yeah. as I'm concerned. But a good brush stimulates the, the coat and a good brush, a lot of dogs like it. It's mm-hmm. this one-on-one owner and dog having special time feeling this bond between you and the dog. Yeah. I think it's a great thing to brush a dog. And if you are very house proud, then clean your furniture, you know, get these rollers that you can get hair off. Mm-hmm. I always look a bit furry when I go out, you know, <laughs> but you get the rollers and you roll your, you roll the, the, the hair off you. Yeah, I have one at my doorway. Mm, that's <laughs> it, to get clean. Neaten up before I go out. That's it. Yeah, and obviously uh, one other thing that I've got at home is a, a little robotic vacuum cleaner. Yes. Which um, unfortunately they, they haven't been made to contain too much fluff and, yes. and dander, but a little once-off while you're watching TV, it's mm. quite nice to, to just have that done. Exactly. It makes a big I, difference. I believe, you know, if you're going to have pets, you're going to have the hair and that put up with it uh, and just have a little vacuum. Okay, let's get to um, urinating or marking in mm. the house. I know that this can be a, a problem with dogs. The problem with cats is then the odor. The odor is just, it's, you cannot stand it. Well, we'll talk about dogs first, and usually it's a male dog that will be marking, um, an, an unneutered male. So if you neuter young enough, they tend not to mark. However, even if you neuter a male later and they have been marking, doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to ever lift, you know, mark inside again, mm-hmm. but it will reduce the tendencies. You've Got to get rid of the smell with dogs when they are marking inside right. because they will keep coming back to the curtains or the wherever they're doing it. That one table that leg. That one table leg because the smell is there. 
And using household cleaners is not going to get rid of the smell. So no floor cleaners, no carpet cleaners, no jick, no dental, no vinegar. Mm. The smell will still be there. I personally say to people, use surgical spirits, mix it with a bit of water and get rid of that smell. Then you can get uh, some water in a spray bottle, put some citronella drops in, spray that around. You don't have to go and buy these very expensive cleaners. That's my, my trick for cleaning up. Yeah. But the... Also, you've got to try and again deter the dog from keep going back to that spot. And that's where I'd barricade, keep a door shut. You need to break the cycle. Right. But unneutered males very often will mark all over the house. If there's another male around or a, they're not happy with something, they'll go and mark, yeah. mark their territory. And, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, in terms of cats. Cats I, is difficult. I've never had really had a problem with my own cats, but mm. I've, I've had problems with other cats coming yes. into the home. That's, that is a problem because they will, as you say, your next neighbor's cat comes in and they will, they will urinate all over the place. You need to get the help of a behaviorist for, for cat problems because you've right. got to suss out what is happening. Why is it happening? Is it interplay between your, the household cats? Is it an outside cat? I often say to people, if you've got food left out all day, that usually attracts cats to come in. I mm-hmm. then say to people, be like, like you've got dogs and feed your cats and then put the food away. That yeah. sometimes discourages the other cats from coming in. And I've obviously found the problem too when I've had an afternoon of catnip mm. with my cats mm. and the next day I might have a strange cat coming exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. But in both cases, if you are having major problems, get the services of a, of a reputable uh, animal behaviorist right. to come and help. And then in terms of pooping inside, I made the mistake of shouting at my minpin the other, the other day when he pooped inside mm. and then realized it was pouring with rain yes. and I didn't have any outside area that was covered exactly. where he could have gone. Yeah. I tend to be more forgiving when it when the weather is bad. <laughs> when we had those rainstorms recently, yeah. there I was with my I have my old man of 15 and there I was with the umbrella over both of us saying, "Please, darling, please do something." Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, we don't have a place. So if an accident occurs, you cannot get cross with the dog. Mm. And especially with puppies, you never rub your, their noses in it and scream and shout and everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's an accident. It's happened. You clean it up. Yeah. And then again, you clean up with surgical spirits and, you know, the whole the whole thing. But yeah. you can't get cross with dogs. Nine times out of ten, it's an accident. It's not intentional. They're not going around because they're unhappy. Right. If it's intentional, a dog will get on a bed and urinate on a bed or poo on a bed. Mm. Then it's a behavioral problem. Then the dog's telling you something. And yeah. the first thing is you go to the vet to see that they're not sick. And then you call in a behaviorist. Right. So all in all, it's about creating harmony in the home. We have to consider as well that in the home, there are going to be certain threats, which we can't avoid, like thunderstorms, thunderstorm Mm. noises, yes, um, which some animals are incredibly afraid of. It's horrendous in some breeds. I own the one breed, which is Border Collies. They are really bad. Some of them are really bad. Staffies are very bad. Jack Russells are bad. We find that high-energy dogs tend to be very scared of storms and that. And there is some medication you can get to sort of calm them down, but it doesn't always work. I always say to people, try and get them a spot where they can go and get away from it. Because these people that leave these dogs out and they get in through fan lights and they break through doors, they're desperate to get Mm. into a safe place. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to make sure that there's a safe haven for those dogs to get into to be happy. And a lot of people, I often say to them, if possible, leave the dog inside because it just wants to be inside. Yeah. And many dogs go into a bathroom. Mm -hmm. The reason being is the copper piping. 
Oh, really? The copper piping actually earths a dog. So it's not unusual to find in a storm. Many dogs will go into the bathroom and lie in the That's bathroom. very interesting. Yes. Many I, years I ago. I might try it. I'm just as <laughs> scared of thunderstorms. It's also the irons in the air mm-hmm. that can also change the feeling in their, in their fur, that change in their fur. It's because you, people say, my dog knew there was a storm yeah. like three hours before it started. There's a change in the air, in the irons in the air, and that affects the dogs, their feeling. And that's when they start stressing. And if they continue stressing, mm. then it, it's so sad for a dog. Yeah. It's and there are some things available called a thunder shirt that you can put on a dog that just sort of cocoons them like a, okay. like a baby. Almost kind like of a thing. weighted blanket. Yes, type it, it is. And it wraps around them. That works very well. Try not to be too indulgent when a dog is scared, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my baby, I love you so much. It's okay, my baby. Because some dogs will pick up on that and go, Whoa, that was a lot of attention. So next time it happens, I'm going to get that attention. I'm not saying you can't give a dog attention. Of course, you can love them and say it's okay, but try not to overdo it so the dog Mm. learns I'm going to shake and shiver and I'm going to get all mom's attention. Yeah. For me, it's kind of a routine. The cats notice the storm coming first. Yes. They all start walking with these very flat backs and their hind legs close to the floor (laughs) and they're searching out. Um, they've each got a sofa that they, they, they go and sit underneath. Yes. And then I know that it's time almost for my minpin and I to get under the duvet cover and we just lie there and read or play on, yes. on my phone or. <laughs> and that's but all it. just very calmly, yes. you know, try and act normal. The calmer you are and you, that's exactly what you're saying. The calmer you are, the dog will de-stress and say, okay, I can be next to you. Have a cuddle, mm. but I'm calm. Yeah. Mm. It's obviously. A blessing to have animals in the home and it's a little bit of um, work to get around the bits that don't always work out. Animals have been proved to be such good um, therapy for people. So having a pet in your life, it's done wonders for people with with heart diseases, um, people who have problems socially. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. Just stroking an animal can, can reduce all that. So get an animal and I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I'll never be without an animal. Yeah, my my little one's my my indoor security. Yes, um, I can rest because he'll pick anything up. Little dogs are great. That's why they often say get a big dog and a little dog, because the big dog uh, will be sleeping and the little dog will wake that up. And yeah. then then you've got your they security a, system. They work as a team. <laughs> they do. To finish off. Frequently Asked Questions About Pets with trainer and behaviorist Kathy Clayton. Declawing cat's claws is like trimming. No, it is the, the cruelest thing you can do to a cat as far as I'm concerned. Uh, trimming your nail, you're taking the little tips off. This You're actually removing the whole claw from the cat and it is very painful. And think about what the cats use their claws for. They can't climb trees because, you know, they use their nails to climb up. They can't defend themselves. And I just think it's the cruelest thing out. I would never do it. Dogs age seven years for every human year. Well, people decided to make a little average on that, and they said this is the average, but absolutely not. Larger dogs will age quicker than than small dogs. So you're looking at a lifespan of a a Great Dane can be between 8 to 12 years, whereas a little chihuahua in a small breed will age right up to 16, 17, 18 years. So you can't take the ratio of one human year to seven years for, for those breeds. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pause for Thought, brought to you by PetHeaven.co.za. Never run out of pet food again with Pet Heaven's super convenient scheduled deliveries. Shop today and get 20% off 
your first scheduled delivery of premium pet products to your door. This is cliffcentral.com.